Hello, everybody. How's your day going? Happy Sunday. Have you guys had a great night? And as well, good year, honestly. It's been a very tough one. At least I can say on my part. Um, I don't know. It's just been a character-building year, at least I can say on my part. I know that we lost a lot of loved ones. We're dealing with this pandemic and everything. But honestly, with this pandemic going on, you will know who's your true friends and who you could really rely on, not just being there for you, but actually having a simple conversation. I don't agree with us just scrolling down social media, seeing whose life is better right now. Honestly, we're on the same boat. If you want to go out there, go out there, but, you know, be safe. But the reason why I got on today is just spread the word, the word of God. I'm not affiliated with no religions. Um, I was raised Catholic, but I got out of that for many reasons. Learning the history, what schools don't want to teach you, but I went to a private school and my religion teacher spoke the truth. That religion is just a waste of time and just a way to get money. And, you know, coming from that in a perspective that it's hard to believe but when you do your own research your own homework don't believe what people say do it yourself your own knowledge your own research I found the truth and it is the truth but it comes with a lot of different things but yeah but so if you want to pull me in a group or whatever I'm, I'm a follower of God I'm a follower of Jesus Christ so at least that I, I can say that on my part but anyway I'm going uh, to give the word and I titled this Trusting God because I have a lot of things that I've been talking about that I've written down and hopefully I can spread it to you. Hopefully I could somewhat understand your perspective and your life and what you went through dealing with right now and what is to come. All right. So sometimes I find it difficult to put all my trust in God. I know everybody has gone through that. Why is it so difficult trusting God if it's really that simple? So I want you to know this. Do you ever feel that way? I want to trust in God, but sometimes I find it a little bit more difficult to trust in Him. I know some people could actually relate to that. To what I'm saying, you might feel like I love God and I believe in God, but I still feel so uneasy about the future when you look around, there's a lot of uneasy feelings and everything that is what's going on. There's a lot of tension all over our country. Am I right or am I wrong? I don't know about you, but I want to trust God. But sometimes I just want to say God is difficult to trust in a God I cannot see. And everybody can say that. How can I believe something that I cannot see? And I don't blame you. We are in a world now that we need a touch, see, to actually believe, but not have that faith in our life. So, what I could say, before even friends and family saying the same thing, there's a lot I can't see, right? I can see my bank account going up and down. I can see what I'm spending, what the food I'm eating, processes in my body, and how my body is, you know, developing by 
getting fatter, slimmer, stuff like that. I can see all the tension. Every time I read or watch anything on the news, and you can see that going on. You're believing in it. They're manifesting it. They're trying to feed you that. But, God, I want to trust in you, but it's hard when I really don't see you. Or some of you might say, how can I trust in God when I did trust in God, but he didn't do what I asked him to do? I know many people have prayed and prayed. I prayed, I have faith, I believe, and I trusted him. And he could have pretty much have, but he didn't. He didn't give you your answers. He didn't give you what you needed. He didn't give you these certain things that you asked for. The reason is that because you gave up. You didn't believe in him. Because not just you didn't see him, but you didn't feel him. And I understand that. God understands you. He's not a person that just, I'm going to punish you for not doing this, this, that. You have free will. But sooner or later, you have to give up that free will. And what do you have to give up pretty much with that free will in return? Give glory to God. And that is honest truth. So, I know you really want to trust in God, but sometimes it's just not that easy to do. We all go through things in life that you do not make sense. As an example, a friend walked out of a relationship. The company's downsizing. They don't need us. And that has happened a lot in everybody's life. Dreams are put on hold. Even to the point it feels like we're going backwards. A lot of people have felt that. I have felt that as well. I'm going through that right now. It's easy to live frustrated and think, God, why has this happened to me? But you're really not going to understand everything that happens. Really know that. You cannot control everything and understand everything. Not just at once, but overall. God's ways are not our ways. He own, He can't see things that we can't. Just because it hurts, it wasn't fair, didn't mean that God is not in control. Please take that in. Just know your steps are orders by the Lord. If he allowed it to happen, he's going to bring good out of it. He's not going to put someone in your life that maybe a man or a woman, she just, or he is, just an abusive person. Or going through difficult situations, see, I'm living check by check. Stuff like that. Am I going to have food to feed my kid? Am I going to have enough to make it this month? He puts you in situations to be tested. And you're going to be tested a lot in your life. You can't go on in life or think that you're not going to have any. Um, none, pretty much no tests in your life. You're always going to be tested. Know this. All things work together. In the beginning, it wasn't fair. It felt uncomfortable. But when the pieces are together, you'll see the purpose of the struggle. Honestly, you will. Always know this. You can choose to trust God right now. Or you can choose to trust in the systems of the world. But you have to be very careful. Careful, sorry. <laughs> you have to be very careful here. Because if you make a choice to trust the systems of the world, those systems may be 
or pretty much the systems may or will fail you. If it's if man created it, it's gonna fail you. Always know that. The systems of society, religions and groups, those are all man made. And you see they come and go. They're gonna fail you. Always know that. Sure they may come back, oh let's give it another chance. No. It's always gonna fail you. Always know that. But know this. God would never fail you. Lord, help me to obey. Even when I don't understand. Sometimes I want... Oh, sorry. Sometimes won't make any sense to me, but because you're asking me to do it, because of who you are, God, I'm choosing to put my trust in you. Now, this action leads us to the conclusion that we do not have to understand completely to obey immediately. Okay? You don't have to do this right here, right now. It's going to take time. God's not going to punish you. God's not going to turn his back on you. At least you're doing your best. Do your best. Actually put in the hours of a work. Do it like how you do a 9 to 5 job. If you're playing video games, like you're on Twitch stream, getting your hours in, getting better, yeah, put your hours in. Please understand that. This is a little quote of mine. That always makes me go forward in life. You don't have to know the end of the story to turn the first page of the story. Okay? I'll say that again. You don't have to know the end of the story to turn the first page of the story. So to be obedient to the one who asked you, please, please do that. The question that no one gets answered Hope you know this. We ask it all the time. That question that never gets answered or rarely gets answered is why? Why is this happening? Why am I going through this? What's the point of this? Why? What is it? Everybody asks this question. Why? Literally, you can ask this question all you want, but it'll rarely get answered. Here's an example. Even Jesus Christ said, my God, why have you forsaken me? The Bible doesn't say that God said anything back to him. Please, I challenge you to read this in the Bible. Jesus Christ said, My God, why have you not forsaken me? Or why have you forsaken me, sorry. The Bible does not say that God said anything in return. Get in your Bible. Please show me that he does say something in return. Any Bible in the world, any Bible that has been made, prove that to me. Then Jesus said, Into your hands... I can, I commit my spirit. He, he relied on God. Okay, now, here we go. This is a book in the Bible, Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lead not anyone own understanding, but all your ways acknowledge Him. The word acknowledge comes from the Hebrew word yantal, which means to know. In all things know Him. And he will make your path straight in all your ways. You know him on the mountaintops, in the valleys. When you know in the goods, you lean to trust him. In the bad times, how do you know God? Honestly, tell me that. How do you know God in your worst times? You think he's just there to punish you? If you really believe in God, you have to believe in the devil. And vice versa. You cannot believe in one thing. 
Many people say that's impossible. Do look around you. Look at the world that we live in. Felt with lies. We've been been feeding lies consistently. Hello, PDG399. Hey, how's it going? Thank you for the little love and the heart. I'm truly grateful and truly blessed for that. Thank you. But yeah, you cannot believe just in God or just in the devil if you cannot believe the other person or the other thing. By other thing, I'm, I'm referring it to the devil. He has felt us so many lies. The biggest lie that I've heard was, oh, I, I had it on top of my head, wow. That everything's going to be okay in a man's world. Not necessarily true. Look at the world that we live in. We're killing people just to prove a point. I'm, I'm not going by Black Lives Matter of um, LBTQ. I'm sorry, I always get that mixed up. In war, religions, I'm not, I'm, these things that we've been going through history has been not necessarily lies, but it's been feeding to us as if a daily meal. It, there's a lot of lies into them, saying that democracy is better than capitalism. That's not necessarily true. They have its ups and downs, the pros and cons. Oh, Black Lives Matter is a way to live. Not necessarily true. You're stopping me from my way of living. If somebody doesn't know certain things, you're going to feed them lies. You understand? We are like sponges. We will absorb a lot of things if you get us wet in the water, if that makes sense. We have been felt with many lies, saying, even right now, I, I hear my friends that are still going to school in college, in high school. Slavery, sl excuse me, slavery never happened. That that's another big lie in history. If you've seen throughout history, we have seen a lot of slavery, and it's still going now. Slavery, not as oh, we have a master and everything. Sex trafficking is a way of slavery. You're used for sex. And people like to manifest it and put it into the Bible. It's like, well, there were slaves and servants back then. You have to understand. Back then was different how it is now. Well, people did, or white people did, to bring slaves into America and everything or around the world. They used money. Oh, I'll buy this person. It's like, you're really going to buy somebody that's worth maybe back then three pieces of gold like a little penny that, that's what we're worth but in the bible when we say servants or slaves they go home by the end of the day they only work for them three to ten years and that was it they were let go for freedom but people want to make it their own way establish it make it their own and that's another lie. What is honestly the truth? People make their own lies into the truth. But if I have my truth as well, my lie not becomes written. Their lie becomes written and becomes the truth. If that makes sense. So, so intimately trust him. Walk with him. Walk in him. The only way that you can know him is to be close to him 
And the way to get close to him is to cling to him. That is the key. You have to cling to God. Like, you've been in a relationship that some people became clingy. You may have been clingy. You have depended on that person, or that person had depended on you. You depended on a car. You're clinging to the accessories to make it look nicer, better, makes it feel more you. You're clinging into material objects. You depend on those material objects. That's what clinging is. But why can't we cling to him? We have to hold on to and to not let go to God. Excuse me. Oh, man. So here's the key again. In order to hold on to God, you have to let go to whatever else you were previously clinging to. In order to trust Him, you lean not on your own understanding. I know you'll say that that's hard. You tell me not to lean onto something. I'm wired. That's me as a human being. I'm wired to lean on my own understandings. That is true. I have said that many times. That is honestly the truth. We're wired to lean onto certain things. To have our own understanding. Yeah, you have the free will that I understand this better than you do or vice versa. But you have to understand. Some will say it's the strength that I can't figure this out. But when you go get the place where you let go of your own understanding, your plans, your desires, your strategies, your place of comfort, and even when you cling to one of those, it's not going to work. You have to cling into the rock. The rock is God. God will never fail you. You cling to the faithfulness and the goodness of the only one who really and the good than anything else that brought you the illusion of security. Before fades away in the presence of the strength of the goodness, the grace, the purpose of God, don't let go. Cling to the presence of God. Please do that. I'm not going to be those people if you go to church. Oh, you have to do this. You need to spread the word. You need to accept the word. A lot of times, we cannot accept it. It's not our time. And that's the thing that religions get it wrong. A lot of people, they call them pastors, priests, and fathers. What is the rule? What is one of the commandments? I'll be your God and only God, the only person you call my father. Why does a priest that dedicated his life into the religion or to God, you have to call him father? How does that work? Please t explain that to me. I have arguments and discussions with the priests or pastors that I have went to church with as kids and asked them this question, and they get offended at me. They start attacking me. You don't know the way of God. What do you do? Just read your Bible? You are crazy. How does that make me crazy if I read the Bible? The Bible's free. The Bible's in church. You use the Bible. So that does that make you crazy? But I'm not here for judgment in the flesh. I judge in the spirit. That is a little different. You know how people say, who are you to judge? Best believe you have the right to judge. But you need to judge in the spirit. Please know that. If you have God in your heart, Jesus Christ in your heart, and the Holy Spirit, you could judge anybody in the flesh. Don't judge them. Oh, why are you wearing these certain clothes? Why are you driving that? Why are you with this person? It is not that. You could judge in the spirit by saying, as an example, 
What are you doing better to give glory to God? Why are you still doing the things that you shouldn't be doing, but asking for forgiveness? A lot of people do that in religion. A lot of people ask for forgiveness, but continue doing it. As an example, what's the big thing that's going on? Mental abuse and domestic violence at the home. There's nothing to do. So your partner could get drunk and start beating on people, beating on their spouse as well, even their kids, harassing them. There's even, I've been hearing cases that their own parents are raping their own kids. It's just like, like where is your mental mindset going this far? And you have to understand too, by us being inside continuously, not as a prisoner, or you could say as a prisoner, oh, you cannot go out, you cannot do this, as if I could get sick in my own backyard. Maybe you can. That's why you take precautions if you do want to do that. I mean, I don't. I haven't gone outside for two months. By me going out, it's going to the beach, going to the mall, going to one of the beautiful views. I live here in Los Angeles, so we have one of the best views, or my views, I don't want to say mine are better, but I go to these unique places here in the city of Los Angeles, but people don't understand that. People, people really don't get that. And people get sick mentally, start causing domestic violence, and it gets worse from there. The thing I don't understand, but yet I'm crazy because I read the Bible. And just the Bible, I talk to God in prayer. But anyway, I just want to let you understand that I am still a human being. I'm still going through what you're going through. I've been through that, maybe. I haven't done no drugs. I, I'll tell you that. I used to drink a lot. I even stopped doing that because there's no point of seeing my body in pictures that my spirit is hanging off a string like a balloon out away from my body. That's the truth. Anyway, please cling to God. God, I thank you that I can cast my cares upon you because your faith, oh, you're, you're faithfully caring for me. God, I'm clean as your truth that you will provide all of my needs according to your glorious riches in Christ Jesus. God, I thank you. I praise you that you're working in all things to bring around good, God. To those who love you, who are called according to your purpose, God, I cling to you. I also cling to your truth that you will never leave me. And I use say that with all my heart. Okay, I gotta, I gotta keep going. God, you will never forsake me. God, that when I draw near to you, God, you always draw near to me, God. Thank you. You are close to the brokenhearted. God, you save those who are crushed in spirit. God, you are my refuge. You are my strength. God, you are my help. In time of trouble, in order to cling to the goodness of God, you have to release that which you were clinging to. Even when I don't understand, God, help me to trust you and obey even the smallest of promptings. Even if I don't make this, if, even though I don't make sense, I don't know. I don't know the outcome. That is the truth. I really don't know the outcome.
The good thing is the outcome is God's responsibility. Obedience is yours. When I can say God will prompt you, always know that. Obedience is your responsibility. The outcome is God's responsibility. I'm not saying, God, take the will of my life. No, 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 no. It's, it's, it doesn't work that easy. You have to put in your time and in your hours. By doing so, talk to God. Read the Bible. Do your own research. Cling to Him. Understand Him. He's there for you. If you've been brokenhearted in tough situations, He's there for those people. He's always going to be there for you. Please, don't give up in faith. Don't give up on Him. Because always know, He is your refuge, He is your hope, and He is your strength. In some way, He'll invite you to trust Him. Please know that. He will invite you. What you will discover is that miracles often fall in, oh, often follow, sorry, simple acts of obedience. And I say that with all my heart. Simple acts follow obedience. Okay? Trust in integrity. Trust in His strength. Trust in His ability. Trust in the security of God. The confidence. So to rely onto the place of confidence. When you rely on something, you lean on it. Okay. If that's really true, I want to ask you this question. And you can answer it to yourself. If you're here, put it onto the comments. Reach out to me. If you have any questions as well, you can put it on here. I'm open-minded. I will speak to you. I'll reply back as fast as I can. But as well, I'll give you my best answer. If I don't know it, I will honestly tell you and do my best to answer that question. Thank you. Just a little heads up. Sorry. I forgot to say that. So well, my question is, who or what are you leaning on to in the midst of hard times? The lack in the pain, the hurt, the sickness and disease. Who do you lean on the most, honestly? Please tell me that. Who do you lean on and what do you lean on in the hardest times? In the end, we rely on him. Please know that. When you say you trust Him, I trust God, really means I rely on Him. I have confidence in His certainty and His integrity, and, excuse me, integrity, His strength, and His promise. Just know God is working behind the scenes. Everything you want, or everything you don't understand, God will connect it. He knows what is right, and He knows when it's the right time. When it all comes together, it's going to work out. Please don't give up on yourself. Please don't give up to God. Give up on God. Please don't give up on Jesus Christ. Please don't forgive him. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I, I'm just very nervous. I haven't done my podcast for so long. I'm so nervous. Just even though it's just you for right now, I'm truly thankful. I'm truly blessed. You reaching out, hearing this sitting down, giving me my three hearts, I am truly blessed, and I'm thankful for that. Honestly, thank you for sitting down and hearing me out with my little struggle <laughs> of me speaking. I'm, I, I don't know. I'm just nervous. But yeah, always know 
God is working behind the scenes of your life. He hasn't forgot you. Please know that. Even though, yeah, you don't get a response, you don't get anything, just know He's working. He's doing His best. Don't look back and say, if that hadn't happened, I wouldn't have been in the position. A lot of us have said that. If that hasn't happened, or have happened, I wouldn't be in the position where I'm at now. If that door hadn't closed, I wouldn't have met this person. And it's true. We have said that many times. Now, you may not feel like God is changing you or doing anything in your life because it happens just little bits of something when you got a mountain of problems. You may go even five years, literally five years, and feel like nothing has changed that much at all. But in reality, you really have. It's just the devil wants you to focus on what is still wrong with you. Amen? Amen. Instead of working at, oh, instead of looking at how far you have come, don't look at how far you have to go. Please, don't do that. Look at how far you've gone. Don't look at what you have. Don't look around. At what you do have. Please. Okay. I'm going to go a little into it more now. Don't get offended. But this is my truth. You see, Christians have a tendency sometimes to lean on the understanding. Or they lean more on their understanding instead of completely leaning on God. So you got to decide that when it comes to trusting God... Am I going to trust him all the way? Or am I going to give him 30% of the time? And trust something else 70% of the time? What are you giving your attention to the most? Honestly, tell me that. What are you giving your attention the most? That other 70%. What is that trust you're giving? What are you giving your attention to the most? Honestly, answer that yourself. Sit down. What are you giving your trust the most besides God? It may be because you trust in the most. And I'm sure it's so tempting that you trust other things. Maybe even other people. Even the systems in this world. Always know Satan is doing everything he can do to try to get to you. To trust him more than you trust in God. Please know that. Satan is doing everything he can do to try to get you to trust him more than trust in God. By doing that, it's by trusting other things, other people, and other systems. I have to put that in your mind. Oh, man. And to not trust God, that's what the devil's trying to do. The root of all evil is when you no longer trust God, when you no longer rely on God. When you no longer think you need God, a lot of people's going through that. Now you think that money and things, even people, you think that those things will serve you a better than God. When you trust God, you will decide to keep your attention on that, which you trust. I trust God, so I'm going to keep my attention. I'm going to tend to the Word. 
I trust God. I'm going to give my attention to God. I'm going to follow with God. And as well, practice the presence of God. I trust God. I'm going to keep my mind on Him. When you trust God enough to give your attention to Him, He says that He will keep you in perfect peace. Please know that. He will keep you in perfect peace. Have you committed your cares to Him? That's why He says, cast all your care on me. Because He cares for you. Please know that. Have you committed your trouble to Him? Your prosecution, your relations, you know, your discord to Him, the hurt, the brokenness, the pain, because you trust Him, you will commit your ways to the Lord. And that's pretty much it for my trusting God story, my knowledge, my keys to Him. So please cling to Him, do the best you can. Don't try, do. Please. Read your Bible. Get the word. Follow his commandments. Follow his law. Speak to Jesus Christ. A little meditation. I'm not saying light up a candle. Do your little weird finger styles like the Buddhist. No, 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 no. When I say meditate, close your eyes. Sit down. Lie down. Talk to God. And when you stop, still lie there or sit there with your eyes closed. Maybe 5 to 30 minutes, depend on you. But, best believe Jesus Christ, God wants to speak to you. It's like literally this. You ask me a question or what you're going through. How's your day going? And before I respond, you leave. You're doing the same thing in prayer. You're doing the same thing as meditation to God, to Jesus Christ. You cannot just ask for these things and just leave. They're going to respond to you. You have to give them the opportunity to let them respond to you. And a lot of people don't do that. Sit there. Lie there. Close your eyes. Give God the time of day. Give Jesus Christ the time of day. And he will answer you best believe that he will he wants to answer you he wants to talk to you he wants to get to you he wants to know who you really are and he already knows that but you're not giving him the opportunity you're not allowing him in your life you have to cling into god you have to cling to jesus christ because honestly we cannot get to god we have to get to jesus christ first because he is the son of god he came to this earth he gave us parables miracles wisdom showed us the way the new covenant he died for our sins he saved humanity that's the reason why he died on the cross I'm gonna tell you a little something that maybe in your Bible maybe not but I think it's in the book of Luke that it says when Jesus Christ was dying on the cross with two other thieves behind him one of them saying if you're really the Son of God fall off the cross let God save you he was blaspheming God he was blaspheming Jesus Christ you're not the son of God who are you you're nobody and honestly that even hurts me because he's not fearing death 
How can you not fear death if it's looking at you straight in the eye? He's making your judgment right there and then while you're dying on a cross with him as well. And the other person, the other thief, saying, how can you say these things while you're seeing death in the eye? You're seeing the Son of God in your eye. And you're really going to say that to Jesus Christ? But now the thief on the cross that's behind Jesus Christ speaks to him. That he knows what he had done is wrong. That's why he's paying the price by him dying on the cross with Jesus Christ and the other thief. But he all he said, remember me. And what Jesus Christ said back, I will remember you in my father's throne, my father's heaven. He repented right there and then. Sure, it doesn't say repent, but he always said, remember me. And guess what? He went into heaven with Jesus Christ while he died on the cross. After the earthquake shook and everything, after the world shook, he was there. He went with him. And what did the other thief that was saying all these mean things, blasphemating God, blaspheming Jesus Christ? He went straight to hell. Because he didn't believe. He had so much anger in his heart. And that's the issue with us. We have so much hate and anger in our heart that it troubles our heart to make us who we are. And you know when they say when you drink, the truth, come, the truth comes out? It's the same way the anger comes out. You've been holding in something so much and for so long that when you finally release it, it explodes. But you add more things to it. It's adding gas to the fire. This is the thing I'm going to tell you. Please follow the laws, follow the commandments, read the Bible. But this is the thing that you have to understand. When people say, oh, it's a man-made Bible. Man had wrote this Bible. They have done anything in history. Man's only this. I don't see no woman this. Blah, 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 blah. That is the truth. I, I will honestly say that. I've been hearing that. Man wrote the Bible. There's no women. Da, 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 da. It's very sexist, feminist, etc., etc. But you have to understand know this. These people in the Bible had the Holy Spirit. They had a job. They had a purpose to serve God. And you're telling me God had made this earth. Six days, he rested on the seventh. He has control of the wind, control of the earth, gave you free will. He's your creator. You're his creation. He has control over you. But even though he gave you the free will, Always know this, if God can control your life, can control the world, control anything, you think he doesn't have control of a book with pages? Come on now. Thank you. Oh yeah, God's soldier, honestly, that is the truth. And thank you for referencing judge, judges. Thank you. And how you say religion is sexist, not the Bible or God. I could agree with that. I was born and raised. Um, how can I say it? Ah, um, oh, what do you call it? I was born into, you know, being Catholic and everything, but I got out of it. Because seeing how history was brought up as an example, knights, they quote unquote, protecting the word of God. And what did they do? Made it into their own religion, made it into their own ways and kill people for it. Like, um, oh, 
who was that dude? Um, I can't even pronounce his name, so it's with a J. Jerpeel Sarah? He was a, I guess you could say, conquistador or a knight. He killed people for the word of God. Because people say, oh, God told me to do this. God doesn't speak to you like that. God doesn't give you that free will or that power to go kill somebody. Yeah, you could go kill somebody, but not in the word of God. He's the judger. And that's honestly the truth. I'm a female from the UK and like to discuss women in the Bible. And I think they are prominent. Okay. I understand where you're coming from. Um, yes, I actually take callings. I don't mind. I, I love to speak with people. I'd like to see where you're coming from and as well come from your background. I, I don't know. I'm a human being. I, I don't judge. I'm more judge and spirit, if that makes sense, because a lot of people get offended with that. But yeah, if you want to call, I'm open-minded. I'm here. I'm going to stay here for a little bit because I already did my podcast. Now I'm here. Can you give me a second? Okay, you're connected. Oh, hey, you all right? Can you hear me? Sorry. Hello? It's a little staticky. Like something's trying to inter interrupt. <laughs> oh, um, I'm not sure. It's got me mic in. I'm not sure that it wasn't letting me do the call oh, without yeah, the mic. It... I'm sorry. It's like staticky so bad. as if you're under a tunnel. I'm, I'm not trying to oh, like shut you off or anything. It's just the static. Oh, sorry about that. I'll try call back in a bit then if you, I don't know how to hang up if you let, oh, okay. I'll call back in a bit. Uh, one sec. I'm sorry. Yeah, this looks so bad. <laughs> oh, like I wanted to hear you and everything, but <laughs> if you're coming back, I'll wait. I'll probably wait like five minutes. Okay, you're back. Perfect. Hopefully it works this time. Okay, let's let's connect it real quick. Yes, connect. Okay, hello. Hello, is that any better? <laughs> I no. heard you say hi, is that better or something like that, and it just cut you off. <laughs> Oh, okay, maybe this ain't gonna work then. Oh, this sucks so bad. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. If you could type what you're saying and everything, I, I gotta have a conversation the best I can that way. I'm I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's not going to work. I am so sorry. Um, if I could do anything about it, I, I, I would have fixed it. My apologies for that, honestly. Okay, that could work. I would accept that. I'll probably get off when it's 50 minutes, so we got seven minutes or six and a half minutes to talk. Oh, okay, no worries. I understand. Well, either way, I'm 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 here to talk. If you want to type through the chat, that's perfectly fine. I already did my podcast, so I'm waiting to edit and post it on um, podcast for Apple.
or even here too. Yeah, I'm here. But hope you guys had a uh, I don't know how to say it, a a character building year. It showed us who really are here for us, here for ourselves, work on ourselves. Because everybody's saying, you know, throughout our life, I'm busy. I can't talk to you. I cannot do this. I cannot do that. Well, honestly, we're on the same boat right now with this COVID pandemic. I live here in Los Angeles, California. And I just found out a week ago, we're the most infected county, city, whatever in the world. I was a little, I was a little shocked. Now, I'm not saying I'm walking out here without a mask on or anything, but it just, it doesn't seem like that. Yeah, I see a bunch of people. I keep my distance because uh, I could admit some people here are very nasty. They will just talk to you, cough, spit, even sometimes even on your shoes, your shirt. And that's how they are. You can't change that. You could do the best. It's like, hey, don't be disrespectful, blah, blah, blah. And that becomes an argument. But I keep my distance. I do it the best I can. But it doesn't seem like we're the most affected. Honestly, I, I, it really doesn't seem like it. It looks like perfectly fine, even though the world's not perfectly fine right now. I could admit that. But it, as if it was like the beginning of the year. So like nothing was wrong over here. But yeah, I just want to say this title, Trust in God. Please trust in Him. The key to do that is to cling on to Him. Don't cling on to the things in this world. Cling on to Him. Rely on Him. Trust in Him. Even though you don't see Him, best believe He's there for you. It, it sounds so easy to say, but in reality it's not. But if you work on it, work how far you came, Now, look back and it's like, oh, this is hard. No, no, no. Look at the things that you have in as well. Don't look at the things that you don't have. Don't desire these things. Don't lust over these things. Please don't do that. Because that's even a commandment. If you follow your, the commandments, don't lust. Please don't. Don't desire these things. That They're not going to benefit you. Who's really going to benefit you? It's God. Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit. And... To give you the word is your holy Bible. That's my reference. And that's what I can tell you. Religions won't help you. They already turned their backs on me. And they're saying we're all in one. We're all together. They do the little best friend sign language. You know, cross your fingers together. They have done all this. But they're not here. They call me crazy. Because I read the Bible. Please help. Someone explain to me that. I'm crazy for reading the Bible, but yet you have the Bible, so let's open it up in Mass, in church, read this, what is the Word today? But a lot of times the Word doesn't connect with you. And they said, no matter what, this is today's Word. It's not necessarily true. I could open up the Bible right now, any page, Revelations, Proverbs, Psalms, David, Moses, like just anything in there. That could be the Word for the day for me. But they trying to control you. These religions want to control. Their, this is the way how it is. You like it. If you don't, you can leave. Telling us what we should wear. Like an example. When I was younger. I just came with a sweater and some sweats. I wasn't feeling well. And somebody literally. A family came up to me. You're really wearing that in the eyes of God. You really think that God's going to save you from 
wearing these quote-unquote poor clothes. Are you poor? Why are you here? And the thing that I told them, and they got upset, told them, why are you judging in the flesh? Why are you not judging in the spirit? You think God really worries about the clothes that you have? Do you really worries about the nice, beautiful home that you have? The, the nice cars, the women, whatever. He doesn't care about none of those things. He only cares about you. If you're doing your part, you're giving glory to him, trusting him, you rely on him. That's all he that's all it matters to him. You rely on him, you trust in him, you follow the word. You know the word. You follow the commandments. You know who he is. You follow Jesus Christ and accept him in your life. That's all that he really cares. He loves you. He literally does. But you doing all these other things, he doesn't. He, it, it, it bugs him. Yeah, I'm, I'm worried about having money. I'm worried about cars. I'm worried about having a nice house. I'm worried about my success. But you doing all these things, it's not going to work out for you. And the thing is, I'm not saying that about this life. I'm talking about the next life as well. And people don't understand that. You're pretty much telling God, have it my way. But when it comes to judgment time, you know what he's going to say? Have it your way. You don't want to follow my way. Have it, have it your way. And you're going to hell for that. Because you're doing it your way. You're not giving glory to him. Your success, your brokenness. You're not giving him that glory. Hope everybody has a great day. God bless. God loves you. Jesus Christ loves you. Have the Holy Spirit with you. Keep the word. Follow his commandments. Get to know God. And hope you have a blessed day. God bless you. I love you as human beings. And I hope you have a great day. Bye.